0: what up people welcome to the mind body hoops podcast this is max mccoy your host and this podcast is all about me learning with you guys and seeing how we can bring on you know top experts top performers top people in this field and see how they do it whether it be their mindset how they treat their body or how they treat the game and trying to take away things that help us improve as hoopers help us as athletes but more importantly things that help us as people Basketball is a special sport, and it kind of acts as this metaphor for life. You know, what you learn in, in regards to basketball usually carries on into the rest of our lives. So I hope this podcast can kind of serve as a staple for that idea, and that, like, whatever you learn and how you become a better athlete is usually how you become a better human. So this podcast, as much as it is about becoming the best basketball player you can be, recognizing that it's just a game at the end of the day and and i hope this podcast helps you and i become better people and helps us become the person that we want to become i know we all kind of have that person in the back of our head on who we can become one day and and by bringing on some of the top performers and top experts in the world in this field i hope we get to uh get closer to that idea so without further ado thank you guys so much for listening and i hope you enjoy the mind body hoops podcast Today, I'm joined by AJ Ramsa. AJ is a former Division I athlete. He's a soon to be author. He's a business owner. He's a basketball trainer. AJ, in his own words, defied odds to kind of reach the level in basketball that he did. He reached incredible levels of success, and now he carries that mentality and his approach to everything he does, whether helping people or trying to grow his business. This is one of the those episodes that will leave you motivated, leave you inspired. And if you ever feel stagnant in life, this is one of those episodes that I think will help. I had an awesome conversation with AJ and I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. Was some static connection issues with the phone call with me and AJ. We did this one over the phone. Um, But I think there's a ton of value to be extracted from this conversation. Nonetheless, shouldn't be too much of a, an interruption. So um, just a heads up, but without further ado, please enjoy this inspirational and motivating conversation I had with AJ Romsa. AJ, thanks for hopping on the podcast, my man. You are a uh, interesting dude. You're all over the place. Your brand's awesome. Uh, D1 player. For the people that maybe don't know who you are, uh, how do you encapsulate yourself?
1: Man, you just said it everywhere. Uh, Played basketball 5'8". Really just a go-getter, a motivator. I want to try and inspire as many people as I can, not just in Chicago, but throughout the world. And I think that uh, we all... Not, I don't think that I know that. We all have a story. And if you're willing to tell it, you never know how many people you can inspire and I think that and, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm doing. And uh, like you said, I'm all over the place, but it's it's to help others and it's to like you said, just inspire as many people as I want, man. Yeah, so seems, I appreciate you having me as well, Max.
0: Yeah, thanks. It seems like you've been doing a good job of that with your brand building, and you, you know, you obviously have the following. It's yeah. coming from that, you know, that college. You you played D1 level. You said you were five nine. So off the bat, that just says to me, this guy's gritty. And uh, before I get into that, I want to hear about your book, man. You're releasing a book soon. You just kind of briefly yep. told me about it before we start recording. Uh, you said it's kind of about your story. So if you can maybe summarize for us, you know, don't give away the book. But like, right. what is AJ's story, man?
1: It's against all odds. Um, it's, it, it's me going after my dreams, my goals of, of wanting to play basketball at, at the not so-called basketball height. And, and, and like I said, being 5'8", probably on a good day and starting Division One all four years and and being top 15 in assists in the country and being top 10 in steals and, and leading my team to a first time in school history ranking. Like, that stuff, it's cool. It's individual goals, but it's like the memories and, and everything I've ever done and the stuff that I've had to go through, the hardships to get where I am today. And I want people to... To really learn from, you know, through my mistakes and through my success, and and through everything I've done, really to get up into this point. And I'm not saying that I have it all, but the reason for the Instagram, the reason for everything that I do right now, is, is to show people, like, hey, listen, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to push you guys just as much as I need to be pushed, and and I want people to realize that, you know, reading my story, you can do anything you want in this world. Literally, you can do anything you want. People put limits because it's hard work. You know, yeah. it's, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. It's doing something you've never done before. It's, um, believing in yourself when no one really else, no one believes in you and yeah. it, it's hard and people don't realize it. You know, people think it's just something you roll out and it happens and it doesn't. And yeah. I want people to be able to learn from my mistakes and, and my success and for them to help them in life.
0: And I like that you said like against all odds, because honestly, like for a lot of people, you know, the NBA is the dream, but division one basketball is like the next best, like for most people. NBA basketball is no way going to happen, but division one right. basketball alone, like the odds of someone making it to that level is slim. And then for someone who's, you know, five, eight on a good day, as you say, it's, it is against all odds. So it, it puts <laughs> basketball in this dope space where for me, it's like basketball is this metaphor for life. And like, you are the epitome of someone who, who <laughs> fucking took this, like, you know, odds are slim, but I'm going to fucking yeah. do it. And now you're, you play D one level and not only got on the team, but you thrive and you started. So, um, When did it click for you? Like at what age? Like were you 12, 13? Was it closer to college? Like when did you find out that, you know, like I can do this?
1: It was, I mean, I started playing when I was three years old. So I tell people all the time, like it was, it was something that not only was I passionate about, not something that I only loved, but it was something I really, really wanted to show people like, listen, I don't care how many people don't believe in me. I believe in myself. And I know that if you work at it and I developed that, that work ethic at a young age. And I think that's what took me to the next level and and, and just learning the game and, and being in love with it. And somebody that, you know, who was who was one of the best in the world, Kobe Bryant, he says, you have to be a, become obsessive with it. And I became obsessive with it at a young age, having a ball around me at all times, dribbling it um, and then just really working towards what I wanted to get to in basketball. And I think it just it just kept the things just kept unraveling the harder I worked. So do you think uh,
0: (laughs) you said he said you had that self-belief, like unwavering self-belief. And I feel like that's something alone that like a lot of people don't have. Was there was it because of guys like Kobe Bryant looked up to or was it almost like you were just this young, young dude who like just didn't know any better than just to believe in himself? And he's like, of course, I'm going to believe myself. Like what? That alone is something to unpack. like How did you develop that self-belief at such a young age?
1: The self-belief came through the hard work. And then seeing the results. Okay, if I worked at this now before I couldn't even get the ball up to the rim. Okay, now it's hitting the rim. Okay, now it's going in. When I see the when I see what when you put the work in and you see the results, it becomes obsessive and you wanna you want to achieve more. I think all successful people are like that or or hopefully all people wanna be like that. I don't think they all are, but but people are capable of that. And for me, it's I've always wanted more you know as a as a freshman in high school going or as yeah as a freshman high school t- going to one of the top high schools in the country not a, not only for athletics but also for academics you know going there and people telling me hey you won't make the freshman b team and to start varsity as a freshman with in a conference with Derrick Rose, Patrick Beverly, Sharon Collins, you know you you go against those guys because you want I want to be the best you don't go you don't you can't be you can't be the best if you don't go against the best yeah. That's, I knew I was going to get killed and i and we, and we played on the same AAU team. So we used to all play together and, and I used to get eaten alive, but, but, but I was so hungry to just keep getting better because I loved it.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and for me, the, 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 greatest thing I took away is, is really the, the friendships that I have that will last a lifetime.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and that's what, that's what basketball has really taken me. It's that the, all the business I'm really getting now is, is from what I've done 15 years ago and the way I treated people. Yeah. And that's what it's about.
0: That's true. And I love that. First off, I love that you say that self-belief comes through like putting in the work and seeing results. Cause a lot of people try to almost like theorize motivation and theorize like confidence and self-belief and, and kind of hack it. But it really just comes down yeah. to like, it's almost trial and error. Like just working hard at something, seeing results. And then you're like, okay, now I can believe myself a little more, a little more, a little more. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you just
1: got to keep getting better at it each day. Yeah. <laughs> you're exactly
0: right. And then the bonding, you said, that's a, uh, That's a big part for you. You know, what else about the game is something that you love? I think, you know, a lot of us share that love for basketball, obviously, if we're listening to this, but I mean, it's cool to hear from someone in your shoes, what you loved about it to kind of remind people, you know, this is such a beautiful game. So you started with, you know, the camaraderie and the relationships you build on the court. I can relate to that. Like people I played with years ago, I'm still like, you could on the drum of a hat, you know, hit one of them up and they'll be there for you. So what else did you love about this game that kind of carries on into your career? I love that
1: it. I love that it brought different cultures together. It brought different ethnicities. It brought so many people together and it it didn't matter what color you were, what race you were. If you could play basketball, you were welcome. You know what I mean? And it's like anything. You don't have that, especially in today's world. It's basketball. I told people all the time, there's no hidden gender. There's no, there's no secret. If you could play, you could play black, white, Spanish. And I think, real basketball players and people that played the game understand that yeah. and I think that that's what really taught me I didn't learn in school oh hey you know this and that I've really it, you learn it through going going through it in life yeah. and, and I think that's that's when you really want to see great things is when you want to step out of your comfort zone and just
0: continue to learn more I love that I love that because I can I can connect just like having the, the- friends from so many walks of life just because because of this game has been awesome and now I want to I want to touch back on you know being a smaller guard so you're 5'8 yeah you're you're an elite point guard you're point guard right I'm assuming (laughs) um yes
1: yes so (laughs) center center sometimes
0: (laughs) (laughs) um what are some like the tactical skills that say I'm a smaller I was a smaller guard you know 5'10 like I consider myself still a small guard but You know, that's, that's that's an excuse talking to you, but what are some of the actual tactical like (laughs) skill work things you need to work on? If you're a smaller guard, like, is it maybe floaters? Is it high finishing higher off the glass? What are some things you would point someone to? Yeah,
1: it's everything. You got to work on every aspect of your game. I was in the gym seven, eight hours, no exaggeration. Um, Seven, eight hours because I knew I had to be great at everything. I couldn't just be a great shooter. I couldn't just be a great ball handler. I couldn't just be a great defender being a smaller guard, you have to be great at everything and you have to be a leader and you have to, and and that was really what I pride myself on most is leadership. And what I teach now is, is you can, there's a lot of stuff you can control and there's a lot of stuff you can't. You can't control when that ball's not going in or something's going wrong, right? You can't control that, but you can control your attitude. You can control your leadership. You can control how hard you work. You can control what type of teammate you are, right? You can control your attitude. And when you can control all that stuff, The basket, the 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 balls go a lot easier. And that's what I'm trying to teach now is only worry about the stuff you can control. And not only in basketball, but in life. So many things happen to us and we're so, oh my gosh, this is horrible. I can't get over this. And we let it affect us, not only for a day, but for a week, for a month, for however long it is. And we we can't control it. So I'm I'm working every single day. I just work on stuff that I only worry about things I can control. And if I can't, and I don't really worry about it. And I just feel like at that point in time, man, you got to be great at everything. Obviously, but I tell people all the time it's ninety percent mental, ten percent physical. I knew that I was gonna win before I even stepped on the court, and it was because of my mental approach. It wasn't cocky, yeah. but it was the way that I prepared. I was, I was, I was so prepared. I knew. I knew I put the work in. It wasn't like I was going to guess myself and be like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to play. No, I knew I was going to play because I was going to only worry about stuff I can control, playing hard, being a great teammate, being a good leader, even when it gets tough, not when it's just easy. Anybody can lead then.
0: (laughs) So say you have a player that wants to train with you. He comes in, you know, he says, AJ, I, I want to be more confident. I'm trying to put in work, but I still walk on the court and I'm not confident. Is that what you're telling him? And you're like, hey, control the controllables, put in more work. Like, if I'm a guy Man, coming I, to you saying, yo, I, I'm yeah. lacking confidence, what are you going to say to me?
1: You're going to walk away with so much confidence because that's what I do. I put confidence in people. I'm a leader. And it's not, I don't want it to come off as cocky, but I pride myself on helping people. Mm-hmm. That was my goal. That is my why, why I wake up in the morning. It's not about me anymore. It's not about, oh, AJ, I'll, I got to have this. I got to have this. Now, my, my purpose is so much bigger. I realized I'm not, I'm not very big in the scheme of things. In this whole world, if you, in the universe, I thought I was so important because I played basketball. My ego was taking over. Oh, I played college basketball. I hung out with Michael Jordan. I went on vacation with them. It's my best friend. Like, I thought I was something that I wasn't. And I didn't really have a sense of money. I didn't really have a, a real sense of life. I mean, yeah. you're the most popular kid. I have 60,000 students, teachers asking for pictures. Like, anywhere you went, it was a different world. And then you come back to reality after I get hurt. And I'm, like, living with my mom. And I'm, like, man, where'd everybody go? You go through a different, you go through a different light. And when I came back from college, I was like, I never want anyone to feel like this. I want to when I get out of this and I will get out of like this, this feeling of depression and this feeling of hurt. Um, and when I get out of this, I want to help so many people and I want people to realize they can do anything they want. And, and it's really just going around and, and telling people my story and, and inspiring them, not only in sports, not just in basketball, um, but, but just everyday life with whatever you want to do. And no one's going to tell you what you can do everyone's going to tell you what you can't do. And that's why I do it. That's why I go around because I want people to realize anything you want to do, you can do literally not just saying it. Yeah. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take sleepless nights. It's going to take giving, wanting to give up. It's going to take losing friends. It's going to, it's going to take sacrifice. But, but if you want to get there, you could get there. And that's all, I, that's all I really want to do, man, is inspire as many people as I can
0: every single day I wake up. I love that you talked about the fact that you had this like I can connect with this but on a smaller scale so you were like a a high caliber d1 athlete I definitely like had my stardom in high school like you know local hero like all that shit everybody knows your name people take pictures with you like little kids want to train with you and your ego inflates and inflates. and then I you know I played a year in college broke my ankle and decided you know I think I'm gonna be done and then stepping away from the game and stepping out of that college arena like I was like holy shit like Everything goes, everything goes away. Like I'm not a basketball player anymore. Like, like, and all that ego and all everything, like you said, you're, the way you see the world is kind of morphed and like, you don't think about money. You don't think about this. You just think I'm the fucking man. I'll always be the man. And then that, right. and then that goes away. <laughs> and so how, first of all, do you think that's a bad thing? Like this comes from genuine curiosity. Do you think that's a bad thing that I see it even now looking at these hoopers and I'm like, I'm in a similar boat. I want to help people um, develop these mindset skills and develop these like kind of practices and habits that will help their game, but will also help them as they transition out of the game. And so do do you think it's a, do you think it's a bad thing that some of these people have these like morphed perception of reality? Or do you think that's just kind of the way it is when you're like performing at your best and kind of, you know, being this, this animal and trying to like, just kill everybody on the court. What do you think?
1: It's just that no one prepares you for it. And it's something you got to remember. I, like I said, I started playing at the age of three when I stopped playing, I was 24. I did something for 21 years. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Basically every single day. It's, it's around it. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be upset. You're going to be, I mean, it, it, you're going to have those emotions. And think about it. It's not like my third thing that I did in my life. That's the only thing that I knew. I never had a work ethic outside of basketball. I mean, yeah. I was the hardest working basketball player ever in any gym I ever went to. I I, I pride myself on that. That was something that I, I knew I could control and I did. But no one ever taught me, hey, AJ, this is how to work.
0: Hey, can you repeat that? AJ, no no one ever... Sorry, you cut cut out again, my man.
1: No, no, I feel like it's good now. I have good service.
0: Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. There you go. So no one ever told you what?
1: No one ever told me, hey, this is how you have to succeed in business. You know what I mean? Basketball, I just kept learning. I just kept going in. So when you're 20... Four years old 23 years old and you've never had a job you're you lost and the biggest thing for me I didn't have a schedule my basically my entire life hey you have to be at study hall you have to be at practice you have to be here 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 my entire life so I didn't have anything to wake up for so when I'm just sitting in bed like okay what do I do now what's next like and and I'm sitting there just totally lost I mean you gotta it's tough and I don't want anybody to feel like that I want people to realize listen you have to you have to figure out what you love to do what you're passionate about because no one's going to lead it to you no one's going to say hey this is what you want to do in life you know what i mean people are people are they have to worry about themselves they have to worry about so many other things so no one's going to really tell you what you can do no one's going to say hey this is what you have to do and but that's why i want to show people like listen my everyday grind is extremely tough Mm -hmm. the reason why i'm successful now is because i'm applying everything i did in basketball to everyday life i'm surrounding myself with people that want to win i'm surrounding myself with people that are going to tell me when i mess up. that not only can I push but they can push me I'm I'm surrounding myself with positive people I'm sorry you know what I mean I'm only worrying about my I'm worrying about my leadership I'm doing all the stuff that I did in basketball that made me and 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 I tell myself all the time like man I've only been in business really for four or five years like I wasn't that good at basketball when I played only for four or five years I was still learning to dribble and, and everything I was getting stronger so for me it's like I'm so used to instant gratification basketball. You have a great game. Everybody loves you go crazy. This and that with business. It's like, wait, okay, this is going to take a couple months. This is going to take a, a year. This is going to take two years. And I'm so used to that instant. You you put work in it's, it's success right then and there. Not like that, yeah. but you know what I mean? You get that instant. Oh, wow. Totally. Um. So it's different, man, you know, and it's, that's, it's, and that's cool for it. here.
0: Cause I'm, I'm in the same boat, man. I'm only 24. And, uh, I'm, so I'm early oh, on my, I'm, <laughs> I'm early on my journey. And to hear you, you know, oh. I mean, you're, you're writing a book, you got your company ticket score, you got your brand, You're a trainer, like, and it's the same thing for me, man. I'm like, I love the way you just put it. Like when I was only two years into playing basketball, I was a shitty player. Probably I was fast. I was fast, but I couldn't do much. And and it's similar to now. Maybe I'm moving faster in the business world. Maybe I got a little, like I got more hustle than, you know, some people older than me, but like, I'm still developing those skills. So what were some of the biggest things that like trans? Like, I like how you talked about schedule. Like you didn't have a schedule. So, what what about basketball kind of applied to business in that way? Structuring your day and kind of finding out what you like. Like, how did this all like mesh with you? When did it click for you?
1: You gotta you gotta really just learn. And I'll be honest with you, my girlfriend, uh, who I was with the last five years. I met her. With, I met her when literally I was living at my mom's house and didn't have anything. Was so lost. And she was really the one that put me in my place because I was so used to people around me just being like, "Oh yeah, don't worry, you're okay. Oh, everything's good." Like no one really told me when I was wrong or or that I should be doing some shoes, and I was so still caught up on, like, oh, I was Division One player, like, just get, came back from playing overseas, um, this and that, like, thought I was someone that that was before, and so she really was the one that, like, pushed me, and was like, hey, you know, that was cool that you did that, but what do you do now, like, what do you want to work towards, you have to have other stuff, and she was honestly the one that that helped me, mm-hmm. and um, for me, I'll, I'll forever be grateful for that, I think that you got to learn on your... your you know, she obviously helped me there, but you got to learn. You got to grow as a person. No one, like I said before, no one's going to push you to lead as a person. No one's going to tell you, "Hey, do this, this, and this." You know what I mean? Once you get a certain age, it's like you got to do it on your own. Yeah. And I think that, that that's how you that's how you that's how you're going to grow as a person by doing it on your own. And, and I uh, think that's how. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. And. Uh... You know, we have, so our audience is probably still hooping. They're still in that, you know, playing stage. And, but, but some of them may know, you know, this not, might not take me to the college level or if it does, you know, there's something after that, or this might not take me to pro. So it's good to work towards that. It's good to have that goal. What would you, what would you suggest like younger people do, you know, coming up, still hooping, you know, still trying to develop as the best athlete they can, but how can they develop in other ways or how can they kind of widen the perspective? Like if you could go back and tell yourself something, what would it be?
1: I honestly, I tell people all the time, I, I probably would never do it over. The connections I have are, the connections I have, the people I've met, the I traveled all around the world for free, I earned a forty thousand dollars scholarship for free a year. Um, I mean, it's not even about the money. I'm just saying what it's done. Mm -hmm. It's you can't even put a price on it. And I'll be honest with you, my entire life, I constantly kept proving people wrong, kept getting better, and a big reason why people are like, Oh man, you know, how come you didn't go here? I stopped playing basketball to help my brother and my dad. I told you before we um, started this, but uh, I stopped playing basketball after college. I went to Venezuela to play, was just getting started, came back and then was really just about to get started. Um, And then my brother was going through a really tough time with some, with some things and my dad was really sick and I didn't want the businesses to go down. So I helped them. And I did that for five years and I made sure that they were good and, Um, we turned the bar into me and my girlfriend turned the bar into probably top two bars in the city of Chicago. And I did it, but for me, it wasn't what I loved. It wasn't what I enjoyed. And basketball is my passion. I've done it since, like I said, I was three and I'm just starting to get into the training. I'm just starting to get into back in shape. I lost 25 pounds because, um, I wanted to get back to doing what I loved. And I got to tell people all the time, you can make a bunch of money. It doesn't mean you're going to be happy. And it's not about the money ever. And, and, and not to jump right off subject, but I used to chase the money all the time after college. Yeah. You know, I was like, "Oh, I got to get money because I was around it so much." Yeah. You know, I didn't realize like you got to work for it. Don't chase it though. You got to find something you're passionate about. Yeah. And I was passionate about motivating people, inspiring people. The money's gonna follow you. I promise you. Don't chase it because when you chase it, it seems that you're gonna lose more. You're gonna end up doing more bad things that are gonna happen, and people won't understand it until they do it. But obviously, worry about money, but but follow what you love doing. That's why I tell people all the time: do what you love.
0: Like and that. the money's going to follow you. I like that you're uh, you're kind of focusing on process. And that's something I'm trying to focus on in this year is like, like obviously have that goal of, you know, making sure this is financially like reliable in the yep. future, but yep. doing something that I love the process. And what I'm doing right now, I absolutely love the process. And it's like you, you coming back to hoops, you know, getting back into like, almost like you're training, but you're not like a competitive athlete anymore, but you know, the process right. stays the same, but is there anything you would tell? Uh, I'm going to push you a little oh, bit. Yeah. You know, what would you like assuming you would change nothing, but you have, you know, you have a kid who's maybe 16 or 18 and they're solid, but you don't think they're going to play D one ball. And you know, there's going to be an end to that competitive career. Obviously they can keep playing for fun forever. And that's the beauty of the game. Uh What would you tell them? What should they start developing? How could they better look at things? How can they make meaning of kind of what they're going through? Like, where would you point them? Just,
1: I, I know I preach it. I know I've said it so many times when we've been on it, but just worry about the stuff you can control. Be nice to people. Treat people right. Um, You never know what someone's going through. And we're all going through stuff in life, every single person, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's relationships, whether it's financial problems, whatever. And and my whole thing was for the positivity. And and one of the reasons was so many people are just going through it. Why don't you just help someone rather than hurt someone? And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I'll continue to tell people, keep doing the right thing. You know, it, it, it takes time. It takes time. You're not going to see results right away, but, but as you do the right thing, great things unfold, and your leadership gets better, and people follow you, and people look towards you. And then you guess what? That person you're surrounding yourself with people that want to be like you, that want to help you, that you can help them. And now it's just a it's a positive it's a positive effect rather than a negative effect. Now just tell people worry about what you can control. Be a good leader. Worry about how you treat people. Um, worry about how showing up every single day worrying about, you know what I mean? Just stuff that you can control, man. Everything else is,
0: I love that. And that's all
1: you can. I know it sounds so crazy, but you,
0: You worry about that and you're good. (laughs) It's true. Focus on what you can control. And you're so big on motivation and everything you're saying is, you know, coming from a place of like, you have a fire in your butt and you're like, I'm going to work harder than everybody. I'm going to put eight hours in in the gym. I'm going to focus on what I control. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to do this. For those people that I get those questions, I'm sure you do too. Like, what are some of the things that you do to stay motivated? Like, do you put things on your walls or reminders you have? Like, for those people that motivation maybe doesn't come easy and that positive outlook doesn't look easy, how do you stay motivated, my man?
1: you got to find something within you you got to want it no one's going to you know what I mean you can say whatever you want oh i want it for this i want it for that you got to remember we have one life to live we can't go back so i tell people all the time and and this is still with what you're talking about but when i die i want to leave a legacy i don't want to die with a bunch of money what that does nothing oh man he had a bunch of money awesome okay cool let's put him in his casket or when you die, oh man, I remember AJ had a free camp for the kid who lost or the mother who lost her kid. I remember AJ helped me through his tough time. I remember AJ did this. Like I want I want to have a I want to have an impact on people. That's yeah. when you leave a legacy. You don't measure someone's success by how much money you have. And people might be like, Oh, that's not true. You measure someone's success by how many people they help, by with what they can do every single day. And that that's how you measure someone's success. You you have a bunch of money, cool. You did some awesome things for yourself. I told you it goes back to it's not about me anymore Mm -hmm. I stopped living it's not saying oh I don't care about myself no I care about myself but I had to love myself I had to go through some stuff and and fall in love with me in order to help other people in order to inspire other people and I wasn't at a you know I mean It, it may look like oh yeah he was everything was great but it was you go through tough times and I think that's how you grow as a person that's how you're able to impact more people if I sat here and just Oh hey, I'm just gonna stay to myself and I didn't tell my story and I didn't go out and tell people, listen, you can go do anything you want, then I might not have I wouldn't be able to inspire people the way I want to inspire people. And if I inspire one person today, guess what? That that, that's one more person that's inspired. If you can do 10 a day, if you can do 20 a day, it doesn't matter. But each day I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna tell my story and I'm gonna help people inspire people because that's what I set out to do, and that's my why.
0: Mm-hmm. that's your why and i like that and it's it's like you said if you can change one person man that's a ripple effect that guy's gonna do or that guy or girl will do one thing different that'll do one thing different and that could affect 100 people so if you're affecting as many people as you want man, yeah there's no measuring that um what's next for you man what's uh what's on the horizon you want to just keep helping people i'm I'm sure but like where can we point to to see you at like you're writing yeah, this, we got some you're writing this yeah, book we got, you got a course out what's uh-huh. coming
1: we got some huge stuff coming uh my buddy cody and i Um, we are, I'm going to, I told you, I'm going to be in LA April 1st and we're going to just collab. I got probably over 70 collabs I'm going to do with people. Um, we're going to really build the brand AR three training and, um, we're going to be out there just really inspiring, motivating people doing training, doing the online, uh, training and really just start, start taking that next step in life. And I tell people all the time, you start seeing success when you step out your comfort zone. I'm, I'm leaving Chicago to go somewhere where, I've never lived where I might not know a lot of people. I'm really just going to take that next step. And the only way you do that is to step out of your comfort zone is to go. So, you know, it's not like, okay, cool. I want to inspire people all over the world, right? You got to step to other places around the world. You have to go to different places. That's how you inspire more people. That's how you're able to have a better effect. And I'm just excited to be down there um, to really hopefully inspire more people to, to learn more, to grow as a person so that I can have a bigger impact on people so I can help more people. And I think that's just really what it's about. I mean, Chicago, I've been born and raised, Chicago is my favorite place in the world. Um, but I just want to have, I want to learn more. I want to grow as a person. I think that's how, that's how I'm going to do that. And that's how I'm going to have a a bigger impact on people.
0: Oh yeah, man. I'm excited to see you out here in LA. We'll definitely connect and and oh, please. Yep. I, I'm, uh, I'm blown away by how much your story resonates with me. And it just goes to show like the value of just telling your own story and be authentic and being open. Like what you went through is very similar to what I went through. And I've talked about it on this podcast, like stepping away from the game isn't tough, going through hard times isn't tough or is tough, but, you know, coming back more powerful with a message to help people, man, I love what you're doing. It's been super sweet. Like you said, you, ch- you would change nothing about what you've done. But a cool thing about this podcast is I get to talk to people like you, man, and like Normally, oh, normally you wouldn't have that opportunity. You know, you don't just get to pick someone's brain for 30 minutes. But uh, assuming you would change nothing, what's a piece of advice you would give your 24-year-old self? 24-year-old self,
1: go get it. Yeah. Literally, don't worry. I, I worried so much, brother. I worried so much about what everyone would thought of me. I worried so much about what this person would say about me. I worried, I worried about all this stuff that had nothing to do with me or, or or anything I can control and I think that's what you got to worry about you just got to keep doing what makes max happy you got to keep doing what's gonna whatever's gonna push you forward that's gonna keep pushing you every single day that you wake up as soon as your feet hit the ground you're grateful you're excited to start the day you're not uh, trying to get up like aha uh-huh, man this is horrible I don't want to go do this you're not gonna you're not gonna accomplish a lot of things with that attitude yeah. right have you w- when you've been upset or angry have you ever accomplished anything Probably not. Exactly, man. Being being a good mood, man. Be grateful for life. There's so many people around the world that don't get the chance to wake up. So we're we're out here. Oh man, I don't have this. I want this. Oh, that person. We're looking at everyone else's success when we're all in our own lane. We're all doing our own thing. Don't worry about what's going on. Everyone has their own story. Every single person in the world is going through something different. Their success is different. Their failures are different. Every single person. That's why you worry about yourself. As long as you're good, as long as you're doing what you love, you're doing the right thing, you're having an impact, you're, you're following your goals, whatever you want, you're going to succeed. People just get off track because they're worried about what everyone else is doing. Just worry about yourself. Don't worry about how you can impact other people, how you can help other people while, while still doing your goals because that's life. You got one life to live, my man. I'm telling you, Max. Go go, do what you want. Do it. Don't worry about what people are going to tell you. Oh, hey, you shouldn't do it. It's not their life. They're going to tell you what they think. No one's going to tell you what you can do. They're all going to tell you what you can't do because it's hard work and people don't like putting putting work in but that's how you succeed and i think that's that's what you tell someone
0: i fucking love that aj if this (laughs) if this episode doesn't light someone a fire under someone's ass man i don't know what will (laughs) you're a dope dude man thank you for hopping on the podcast
1: my brother anything you need i'm here you're gonna go through some great things some bad things um but you know i'm always here brother whatever you need i appreciate you having me
0: appreciate you thanks for listening people I'm motivated. I hope you are. Thanks again to AJ for hopping on the podcast. Reach out to me, guys, on Instagram. Hit me up. Give me some feedback if you like this episode, if you like the podcast in general. I love hearing from you guys, and I try to respond to everybody. If you haven't already, be sure to leave me a review, five stars ideally, on the uh, Apple iTunes app. That helps me get some new guests and get some new podcast credibility. I really appreciate you guys for listening and following along on this journey. I'm having a ton of fun. Super grateful to be talking to some of these amazing people. So thanks again, everybody, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.